Welcome to Behind the Brand Podcast. Uh, oh yeah, we have started recording. Welcome back, folks, to another episode of Behind the Brand Podcast. I know you're tired of hearing this every time, like an annoying person every time I call out, I said, hello, welcome to another episode of Behind the Brand Podcast. Okay, what am I talking about? Whatever. Welcome to episode 36, actually. Welcome to episode 35, sorry. This is not 36. Episode 35 of Behind the Brand Podcast, where we peel layers of your favorite companies and show you they're just like onions. They make you cry when you get to the core and sometimes they stink. I'm your host today, Amir Ali Rajari, and we will dive deep into another company, another brand, and unleash their story. So as this is today our episode 35, well, let's just consider season 2, episode 2, whatever you might call it. Today, we are going to explore another brand. IBM. Yes, that's IBM. The giant that once stood for I've been moved. Because if you worked for them, chances are you were packing your bags every other year. You are not going to be working there permanently. Now I know what you're thinking. Ivy? Isn't that the company my grandpa wouldn't shut up about? Yes. And no. See, Ivy is like that brand you thought broke up years ago. But it's actually still touring and dropping albums. Except, instead of music, they are belting out innovations and technology solutions that are probably running in the background of your life right now. Like the digital equivalent of elevator music in today's episode, we are going to explore about what is IBM and what you may have forgotten. Now we're going to unravel the mystery of this tech behemoth. We will explore how they went from selling meat slicers and cheese graters to being pioneers in the computer industry. So let's kick in. Imagine by stepping into our time dialing way back into late 1800s, 1890s let's say. Yes, you heard that right. IBM's story begins in a time when your Tinder dates are arriving back by horseback wouldn't even be considered ironic but actually pretty standard. Now the story starts with a man named Herman Hollerith, who probably had more in common with today's Silicon Valley tech bros than we'd like to admit. Except, instead of developing an app to sell app to tell you which kind of plants you're neglecting in your apartment, Hollerith was busy inventing the tabulating machine. This bad boy was designed to tackle the monstrously tedious task of 1890 census. It was essentially the Victorian era's version of Excel, but with less crashing and more physical gears and punch cards. Now here's where plots get thickened. Hollywood's machine was a hit, speeding up data processing like nobody's business. This led to the formation of the Tabulating Machine Company, and fast forward through a few mergers and name changes, and boom, International Business Machines, or IBM, was born in 1924. The name was a bold statement, kind of like calling your startup Global Domination Inc., well, it reflected the ambition to not just be a player in the business machine game, but to be the game itself. You're like the Monopoly. But what was the idea behind IBM? Well, apart from hoping their machines wouldn't spontaneously combust, it was simple. To revolutionize the way businesses operated by automating tedious processes, giving them something for the business to work properly. I think one example I could give you is right now, today's you can see in Zara, like Zara's brand, if you go to the shops, you can see that they're running by IBM. You can see it there. IBM looked at the mundane tasks everyone hated and said, you know what, we've got gears, levers, and a dodgy amount of punch cards, let's make life easier. This philosophy propelled IBM into the forefront of technological innovation. They were pioneering computer solutions. So when you think about IBM in its early days, picture a bunch of folks in a deeper, dapper suit surrounded by machines that look like they could either help you do your taxes or eat you alive. 
all working toward a future where technology and business intervened with spaghetti and meatballs. That's the background and the big idea behind IBM, making the future less about manual labor and more about what we can achieve when the grunt work is left to the machines. Machines, sorry. As IBM transitioned the punch card era into the dawn of computers, their ideas and vision began to crystallize uh, around one central theme only. Innovation not just for the sake of technology, but innovation that could drive human progress forward. This wasn't about building machines, it was about envisioning a future where technology enhanced various aspects of life. Now, by the mid-20th century, as the world was getting its head around the idea of computers, IBM was already there. IBM was the first one to, I think, ever create a computer. Like, they were, they were earlier than Microsoft, Apple, all of them. So you might think IBM came out of nowhere in 1990s. No, no. Before your father can see the MacBook, IBM was already there. So in the early 1950s, uh, there was a leap. They introduced IBM 701. Now, IBM was telling the world, hey, these machines can do more than just crunch numbers for big businesses. These machines can do actually solve complex problems from predicting weather to exploring outer space. The vision was grandiose, a world interconnected by computers where data could be processed in real time to make informed decisions. IBM CEO at the time, Thomas J. Watson, famously said, I think there is a world market for maybe five computers, where he was misquoted or just wildly underestimating the future demand for computers. The sense of the vision was cleared. IBM wasn't just playing around with gadgets. They were laying the groundwork for the information age. Now, we said Thomas J. Watson. Remember that uh, IBM have uh, six different products named after Watson. For example, Watson Speech to Test, uh, Text uh, AI, Watson Text to Speech, and uh, yeah, this kind of stuff. Now, this vision was further solidified with the development of the System 360 in the 1960s a family of mainframe computers that introduced the concept of an entire suite of interoperable and scalable computing systems. This was revolutionary because it allowed businesses of all sizes to process information. But IBM wasn't vision, vision wasn't, IBM's vision wasn't confined to boardroom or a laboratory. Throughout all these innovations, IBM's underlying vision remained steadfast to create a smarter, more connected world. One of the most significant pivots in IBM's history came in the early 1990s. The company found itself grappling with the changing dynamics of technology market. The personal computer revolution, which IBM had been helped to ignite, was now being led by other companies. In a bold move, IBM began to shift its focus from hardware to software and services. This wasn't just a change. In product offering, it was a fundamental transformation of company's business model. Entering the era of e-business, IBM seized upon the explosion of the internet positioning itself as a leader in developing businesses and navigates and capitalize on this new digital landscape. They offered everything from concerning services to software solutions. But, RP- but IBM's evolution did a study here with the internet. As the 21st century merged on, the company continued to push the boundary on what's possible with technology. Actually, more recently, IBM had been at the forefront of quantum computing, which was a revolutionary approach to computation that makes us the complex and mysterious principles of quantum mechanics. Now, quantum, mecha- com- quantum sorry, computing is promises us to solve problems that are currently beyond the reach of classical computers, such as simulating the behavior of molecules for drug discovery or something like this. Now, navigating the competitive waters of tech industry, IBM's journey has set in adapt and transform in response to evolving landscape. Now, one of the biggest rivals, of course, Apple. While Apple with its Mac and Touch line or Mac has captivated a consumer's service, 
The intuitive users interface, IBM has carved a distinct path and diverges from direct competition in personal computing space. We can never compare IBM with Apple Macintosh because Macintosh came out to be a personal computer that you could use it for your own use and you could do everything you want. But IBM came for a business solution. It was working generally for business. You could go to a company and they would create computers for all the company to be the same, not different, like anybody having a different thing. While uh, the rivalry that once defined the relationship between IBM and Math, Apple in the era of personal computers evolved into a landscape where each company thrives by playing into its strengths. IBM's shift toward an enterprise level with research in AI quantum computing reflects its strategy choice to take over Apple maybe today. Even though IBM has become a powerhouse in enterprise offering a suite of services and software. For example, includes everything from cloud services the company's acquisition of Red Hat in 2019 for a $34 billion underscored its commitment to becoming a great leader. And also, in terms of AI, which we are everyone talking about artificial intelligence today, IBM's Watson has become a symbol of company's prowess. Beyond its initial fame on Geoparty, Watson has evolved into a suite of AI services that support healthcare, finance, and even weather forecasting. So, wow. Wow. Well... And there you have it. I mean, like always, our tour into businesses world, a company that has not only witnessed the evolution of the computing industry, but has actively shaped its direction. We can see IBM's journey is a testament to power of innovation. So as we wrap up today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, behind the brand, let's tip our hats to IBM, a company that's in the case of beauty, the future of technology. I would like to thank you all for still being with us, tuning into today's episode and walking through the channels of tech industry. Be sure to join us next time as we dive into another fascinating story and keep dreaming, keep evolving, and keep innovating. I'm your host, Samir Rajari, and I will see you soon next time. Thank you so much, and bye.